Shar. Welcome back. This is the Alchemist Nation podcast. My name is Gualter Amarillo. It's a real estate podcast. I get to travel all across the country, talk to millionaires, multimillionaires. And today I've got a very special guest, Devin McGinnis. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. How are you? Very good. Very good. So you've got your name up here as DevinMcGinnis.com. She, her, explain. What is this about? Um, so DevinMcGinnis.com is my website. Um, and I've been encountering a lot of uh, conferences lately where that kind of information is important and it helps to um, uh, put everybody um, in awareness. Absolutely. Um, you know, so and, what kind of conferences have you been going to lately? Um, so I support a lot of small businesses and nonprofits. And um, so I've been uh, attending and volunteering. Um, I, I, uh, I enjoy volunteering and giving and being of service to others. So, uh, you know, helping where I can and with my skills and, and always looking to, you know, help educate and also just, you know, lend a hand. We all, everybody needs a, a hand to be lent every once in a while. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, I think we all do. I don't care where you're at, what you're doing. So Devin, how'd you get involved in real estate? What, what was it that made you say, okay, I'm going to go get into this? Well, you know, it's interesting. I'm I'm not specifically in real estate. Um, it is, uh, you know, something that I, um, I think is a, is a fascinating piece of of how we um, accumulate wealth as well as you know it, um, how it drives our society. But really, I'm interested in the data. Um, okay. So I uh, I'm a data storyteller, um, and so I got into that because I. Um, I made maps for a while um, and I realized the, the, the sense of place um, is really important. And so all of the information that goes into understanding you know, where we are. And so whether that is a map or perhaps it's a uh, not a sense of place as in the physical location, but maybe it's our digital sense of place, you know, our digital community um, and understanding how and where we fit into that. Um, and that's really where I enjoy um, getting into the data is bringing that humanity back. So, so I spend all my time online, right? I spend all my time in the digital space. Uh, I told Dorina all the time, like she can go outside and enjoy herself. I'm perfectly happy here in the lair, you know, surrounded in monitors, surrounded in iPhones, computers, and uh, Android, and all these different devices. So it's very easy to get distracted, right? As a brand, as a personal brand, as a real estate investor, as an agent, your, your personal brand is where people trust you and decide they want to work with you. And it's very easy to get distracted. In fact, you know, I'm wearing one brand now. I got another brand up here and you know, 100 Millionaire is my name. So there's a lot of different things that you know, get confused. What is it that you bring to, to the digital asset, to the digital world? What would you say is uh, some of the, the biggest strengths that you have in this? So my, the strength that I bring is the ability to look at a spreadsheet and start to understand the narrative behind it. So, you know, as we're on, you, you said it yourself, you're online now more than, than ever. Um, and so you, you leave a, a trace of yourself on, on, on the web in a way, but through data, you know, whether it's uh, leaving a cookie, right? Putting a cookie on, on your, or a cache or, you know, the websites that you've gone to and you've opted into letting them see your, your data. Um, you know, Google Analytics is, is uh, that free plugin. And so all of those different analytics pieces um, are available in a way that um, we can understand and start to communicate on that level, um, you know. And so I find that to be really powerful on how you can understand your customers. I like to think of it as, um, you know, building 
a concept of the physical world into your virtual world. You know, you don't see your customer walk into your store, pick up something from aisle five and put it back. But if you dig a little bit behind the curtain, so to say, and look at your data, you can see some of that. Very interesting. So you're talking about bounce rates, you're talking about uh, how long they stay on the website or, or other uh, virtual uh, mo- models. So for me as a coach, right? So my goal is to always build and find more people, but you can't, it doesn't matter if you're the best coach on the planet, if you don't have, if you don't know where your audience is, right? Cause it's about going and finding them and then actually selling them what they're looking for or selling what they think they want. And then as a coach, you'd give them something totally different because that's what they actually want. Uh, so how do you, how do you start with that? How do you start that process? So um, I work with a nonprofit, like I said, I worked with organizations and we help to drill down and un- align those pieces, right? So um, understanding their needs. And so we dig into that section of their analytics or, you know, I do additional research to help them clarify what those analytics could mean for them. Um, you know, that results and that's that storytelling aspect. It's, it's what's going on in the greater trends, but also what's going on on the, you know, on their website um, and really getting clear and specific on that aspiration, right? On, on that, what is it reverse, a little bit of reverse engineering, but also a little bit, you know, dream big. Yeah, I like that. So what you said national trends, right? So what are you seeing as a national trend online? Something that you've just come across and said, okay, that's interesting. Um, I'm seeing, uh, some interesting things that I, I haven't quite put my mind around. Um, you know, I, and I don't know whether it's a trend or it's a blimp at this point, you know, blips happen. Um, and there's a lot of so much change and churn that I, that I hesitate to say that something's a trend at this point. Um, you know, the yeah, I, I get I, that. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, but the things that I've, I've noticed is, um, you know, when people are shifting to, uh, their virtual environments and trying to, go to all of these platforms um, and, you know, everywhere, all times posting on this and, and using great tools to help them post. But each one is its own, you know, environment and it has its own, you know, biosphere for, you know, lack of a better word. Um, and so, uh, you know, really understanding what you are looking for and then making sure that you start at a place where maybe you're not spread so thin and you're casting a net to where in the spaces that um, your, you know, customers and clients would reside and then working from there, you know, don't, don't try on day one to be posting everywhere at all times. Right. It, you're just going to burn yourself out. And so I think that that probably is something that, you know, needs to be considered. And so that you think that's actually a trend that entrepreneurs get into this and they're like, okay, I've got to be on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, uh, LinkedIn, and YouTube, and I've got to have a blog and I've got to have a website and I've got to make sure that I'm doing video content, audio content. I'm not on Alexa yet. So I got to get on Alexa. I got to be on Twitter as well. And uh, they're getting out there and they're spending all this time trying to figure out all these systems. And of course, immediately they start automating it. So they go to Hootsuite and they grab it and they fill all their content into this one funnel um, but it's like throwing a saltwater fish into fresh water. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't belong in that environment. Well, you know, and it, it's um, being intentional, right? So, you know, telling the story and sometimes you tell the story one way to in one group, and then you have to adjust it a little bit for another group. And it's just the way we humans are, you know, we, we, we connect with stories. There's a reason why fables still exist and, and, and all of those things they're, they're so human. And so if you're telling 
one fable in one group or one story in one group, it, it may, um, that audience is different than in, if you were to tell it in a slightly different way with a slightly different manner, you know, a small group is much different than a large group. Absolutely. And so for, for Facebook, you know, I know that the typical user on Facebook is 36, like they're in that 36 range, whereas LinkedIn tends to be older, Instagram tends to be younger, Snapchat, even younger, TikTok, even younger. And uh, so knowing your target audience, like you don't have, so for me, I'm a real estate investor. So bigger pockets, I get a lot of my, my clients from bigger pockets. It's a social media that most people don't even pay attention to, but that's, that's my big space followed by LinkedIn, followed by uh, Facebook. And so the other ones, if I spend time there and money there, it's usually not a good return on investment. Now, how do you identify that for the nonprofits that you're working with? Um, so we go through, a, I have a process set up where, you know, we'll go through as an iterative phase where we'll look at, you know, all of their baseline data and then start to build on that strategy month over month or, you know, whatever their cycle they, they'd like to kind of look into. Most uh, organizations looking at it more than once a month is, is a bit overwhelming. Um, and it also is not enough time to really see the um, impact of that strategy. Um, you know, sometimes it is if for a specific, you know, sprints of, of uh, work. Um, but, you know, overall it's, it's there for, especially for a nonprofit or a smaller organization, you know, you wanna see how that strategy builds, um, you know, with small adjustments as you go through. Um, and so that's, that's the goal is to start with that baseline and then move forward with what, what really is aligning with what you want to be doing, but also what you're seeing should be done. Absolutely. And so how do you, how do you decide the baseline? Is it just a guess you look at, okay, certain platforms are just better at, um, certain industries like Pinterest, you know, is not something that I'm probably going to go to for real estate investors, but it may make more sense on LinkedIn, right? It may make more sense in, in a specific niche. What, what would you say is, is a dead giveaway for uh, the social platforms? Um, I, I think, you know, you're absolutely right that it's uh, your industry matters, the size of your organization matters, your goals matter a lot, you know, what the intention and the, the, um, the outcome that it is that you're looking for, right? That end result, um, as well as the... Um, you want to look at the analytic pieces that could help support that. So it's not just that answer, but it's all of those supporting pieces. Right. Um, and that is, that comes from uh, the clients themselves. You know, they provide that raw data, so to say. Um, yeah. And then it's my job to take that and, you know, put that into something that they can then analyze later. It's not just in note form, but it's something that they can, pick apart and, and dive deeper into. So if I were to say a typical real estate investor is looking for uh, home sellers, They're typically we're looking for people who are going to sell their homes at a discount. We have found that they tend to be 55 plus, have owned the house more than seven years, are high equity positions. So they put big down payments or um, that they are uh, typically, typically high equity position, right? So like those, those three categories, what would you say where are those people hanging out? Like where, what is the easiest way to find those people online? Right. Cause now you're talking baby boom generation, essentially. Right. Right. So I think, you know, um, it, it, uh, depends on your region specifically. I think that, that it can really, um, be impactful because different regions use, uh, their technology in a very different way. Um, and you know, if you're looking in an urban area, 
yeah, you're probably going to be end up looking at Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, and, but there's also the idea that um, our, there's so much generational crossover at the moment. Um, you know, we are in touch with our families. And so you could cast a larger net and, you know, be looking at their, um, the people in their households, right? So what are their extended families looking at? So that, because we, we all share information. Hey, I found this great article. Hey, I found this great site. Hey, this has a lot of information. Check out this magazine, um, you know, and we share that information probably more than we used to. Yeah. And so, you know, 